Welcome to Your Family and Your Retirement with Abe Ashton and Eric Nimmer. Are you financially happy? So the next time you check your retirement account balance, ask yourself this question. How much money will it take to make you feel financially happy? Obviously, the number is going to be different for each of us, but there's a new Charles Schwab survey that puts the average at around $1.1 million. Now, Abe, do you have any thoughts of what it really takes for somebody to be financially happy? Well, in a case, it depends at what stage of life. You know, if you're 21 years old and you've got $1.1 million. Oh, that's happy. That's happy, right? If, if you are um, 70 years old and um, have looked back on your life with everything that you've worked and saved for, um, and we've got quite a few people we see like this that will have about a million dollars worth of a total net worth at that stage of life. And, and does that provide the happiness? In that case, of course, happiness is probably more defined as peace of mind or security. Mm-hmm. Does that provide you the same peace of mind or security it would have, you know, 30 or 40 years earlier on in your life? And, and the answer is maybe, right? right. <laughs> maybe because if, if you have, you know, a decent income from social security and a pension and you don't need to touch any of your money or assets, it's just kind of your safety net, then it probably does. If you're depending on that $1.1 million, if that's the number that you see, and that's got to generate $70,000 to $80,000 a year of income, you're asking that $1.1 million to work very hard for you and the underlying investments to perform very well in order to accomplish that. So now all of a sudden, it's not only not happy, it's not only not secure financial peace of mind, now it's just uh, it's water in a toilet bowl that you're watching spiral and wondering how long before it flushes. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking about myself here about $1.1 million, and that sounds great right now, but I'm not going to be retiring for at least another 20 years, and I don't know if that's going to be good enough and make me happy enough. So I'm trying to think of a number that would make me happy. And I'm thinking, gosh, I'd love to have like $20 million, but yeah. I, you know, that's unrealistic. I don't plan on winning the lottery. Maybe I'll invent something, but in the future retirement, you got to be happy in your retirement and comfortable. And you know, that's where you and uh, everybody else at Ashton Associates does is, you know, you guys create the the happy retirement plan, should I say. Well, yeah, and, and I think that before we see people most of the time, whether it's people who are still working like you, Doug, or someone who's just barely retired, people have a general idea of what it's going to take for them to live. You know, I, I don't very often have people come into the office where where it's just all a big mystery. I don't know how much I can save between now and then. I don't know how much I'm going to need between now and then. It's just it's just pie in the sky numbers. It could be $20,000 a month or $2,000 a month. People in general don't work and and look like that. But like you, mm-hmm. you're a smart guy, you work every day and you say, well, okay, if I get to this point and if, for example, my house is paid off and if I have X number of dollars of, of social security, let's just say $2,500 at 66 years old. And, and if my budget is, you know, less than $6,000 a month or $72,000 a year, then I only need to come up with about $3,500 a month of additional income on top of my social security to get to that $6,000 a month. And and what will my expenses look like? And, and is that going to be enough or not enough? But now you, you start to kind of engineer, well, if I need $3,500 a month or $40,000 a year, 4%, that's $40,000, that's $1 million that I would need to have if I was working on 4% 
of a million dollars to be the 40000 or the $3,500 a month, so I need a million bucks mm-hmm. if that's my target income goal. And then you say, okay, well, I've got 20 more years of work, and if I need to put away a million dollars, well, how much do I already have? Let's say someone says they've already got $300,000 in a 401k. I know we'll talk a little bit more about 401ks, but let's say we've got $300,000, you've got $700,000 to go, you divide that by the next 20 years that you're trying to accomplish that, and you think, well... It's not just a straight $35,000 a year I've got to put away because I should have some interest and time working on my side, but you better get used to the idea of a couple thousand dollars a month, right? $25,000 a year, Mm -hmm. Um, and between now and the next 20 years, you'll have that million to maybe 1.1 that makes you smile, which will give you a moderate amount of interest to live on that income, and all of a sudden... $6,000 $6,000 a month, $72,000 a year will be a decent income depending on your overhead and what it takes for you to live. Right. It almost seems like $1.1 million is not going to cut it in 20 years because we got to worry about inflation and, I mean, a whole host of other issues in your retirement. Yep, keep your overhead low. I mean, that's the I mean, the key is, is what does it cost you to live, mm-hmm. right? If, if you can keep your expenses low, then the income, you, you might be just fine with that. But if you can't, if you cannot keep your overhead low, if you are going to go in with a significant mortgage payment or high rent payment, you can anticipate some expense. If you've got an expensive car habit that costs $1,000 a month in car payments because you just continue to buy new ones every three or four years and it's a his and her car each $500 a month. I mean, you say $1,000 a month car habit and people are like, that's a big car habit. No, 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 no. That's reality, right? Yeah. If you're getting a new car every four or five years and you're financing it and it's a his and her cars, you're getting a couple cars for the family and you're doing that in perpetuity through retirement, then yeah, you should probably be budgeting a $1,000 a month just in car payments before we even get to insurance and gas and, and um, tax and registration on those. Mm-hmm. So again, all of those things add up. But if you can say, nope, I'm going to have my cars paid for, I'm going to have savings, I'm going to, you just see what I'm saying at all, all of those things line up to a secure financial future. Find out more at AshtonWealth.com. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by retirement wealth advisors. Eric Nimmer is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. Ashton & Associates, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this radio station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested.